explaining what the hell happened to my face. <sighs> How's it going, chat? Welcome to year 2012. So why is my face shaved, chat? So yesterday, I planned to record some additional faces for thumbnails. And so I'm like, oh, I best shave my beard a little bit, just trim it around a bit, you know. And I was trimming my beard with my trimmer, and I'm like, you know what, I've never actually done it, like, upwards. I've only ever done it, like, downwards. Uh, so not against the grain. I'm like, would that, like, cut it more uniform? And so I did it, I'm like, no, that's just kind of ruined it. And I'm like, can I fix this? And after, like, five minutes of trying, I'm like, nah, I can't get this level anymore, it looks fucking terrible. I'm just gonna do what I always do. Uh, when I fuck up shaving and that's just, uh, shave completely. I haven't fucked up shaving in like four years or something. So, but I mean, back in the day, what I used to do is not have a beard. I would trim and just have stubble. I look 10 years younger. I know about that, dude. Hey, that's me. It is legit the funniest thing when this happens. When I'm watching a video and I'm like half paying attention, kind of watching, and then it, I pop up in it. I'm like, oh, oh, it's me. <laughs> I'm like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> also, this Australian guy was talking about changes to the inventory. We should maybe do something with it. <laughs> I find that so funny. Moore's mutual insurance. Good dude. Surprisingly young considering his, uh, how good he is at editing. Twitch, the online casino. So Bloomberg released an article. Twitch's gambling boom is luring gamers into crypto casinos. It's a very interesting article, a good read. Uh, main takeaways, Twitch crypto gambling is now the seventh most watched Twitch category. XQC states that the promo code he shared on his Twitch for Stake, which is a gambling company, reportedly brought in $119 million for the company. There's not profits or money deposited, but in the amount that people gambled. So you can gamble with the same $100 a bunch of times and it racks that up. But it's still a huge amount of money. And that was just back in May. And that's one person. During one recent stream, XQC lost $116,000 in crypto within just two minutes. That's nuts. Miskiff stated that he'd been offered $19 million a year to gamble live on Twitch, but stopped when he saw one of his 14-year-old friends gambling on the site he promoted. It's funny how people work where you can cause harm to other people, like in the way that Mizkif does with his reaction content, but as long as you don't see it, it's not really real. And that isn't just a Mizkif thing, I think that's like an everyone thing. When you see the consequences of your misdeeds in how it impacts other people, then it becomes more real and you feel worse about it and so you have a higher chance of stopping. It's why, while a lot of people won't become reactors because they understand how the market works and how that's just a scummy thing to do to rip off people's stuff, some of the people can't see what they're doing in, in terms of its impact on others, so it's, it, it isn't really real, so they don't feel guilt about it. A Twitch spokesperson says the company is currently in the midst of a deep dive look into gambling behavior on Twitch. Twitch apparently has decided not to allow sharing links or referral codes for gambling companies, but there's, sti there's still clearly a conversion from the streams to the website, so... And Trainrex, who I talked about previously in another ramble, says he was getting much more than a million dollars a month to do his gambling streams. A Twitch spokesperson says the company is currently in the midst of a deep dive look into gambling behavior on Twitch. Is, would Twitch ever really get rid of it though? I'm not sure I would really wanna see gambling bans on Twitch. Skill-based poker streams or poker tournaments and stuff, that seems more fine to me. It's a bit more of a competition there. And certainly if you're just playing with your friends or whatever, poker can be heaps of fun. But 
no one's playing slots with their friends. Slots is just the rawest, pure form of attempting to abuse people's psychological tendencies to get them to fuck up their lives. I would like non-skilled gambling, like slots, potentially banned, or at the bare minimum, just gambling sponsorships banned. You'd probably still have people who would take sponsorships but then lie about it and just not disclose it. But then if that stuff is discovered, they're going to jail or whatever, right? Because if you gamble with your own money, eventually you have to stop because you run out of money. Or the waste of your losses will eventually snap you back and you go, oh, I should stop gambling, this is terrible. But as long as you have sponsorship money, you have an inf infinite supply of money. You never have to face the consequences of your gambling addiction. Your audience never sees the consequences of your gambling addiction. You just go on forever. Don't the gambling companies purposely make big streamers win to advertise? I'm sure I saw someone talking about that. In the CSGO lotto days, when it was like that whole gambling on with CSGO, some of them did that, horrendously illegal, but gambling companies aren't necessarily doing that. You don't need to do that to get people sucked in. Gambling isn't a rational thing. You aren't sitting there calculating your odds. It's like, oh, this looks kind of fun. Maybe I'll just play it a little bit. You do a little bit, then a bit more, then a bit more, then a bit more, and you know, whatever. Recently, I've been watching videos about CSGO skins. I don't even play CSGO. What's his name? Jesus. I like how he starts his videos. Hey, Jesus here, or whatever it is. I liked listening to him talking about the history of CSGO skins, CSGO gambling, and all that stuff, and all the scammy stuff. Even though I know that CSGO crates, opening the crates, has like a 60% return at best. As in, if you put in a dollar, you're only gonna get 60 cents back. I looked at that and I'm like, that looks kind of fun. Maybe I should uh, open some cases. I mean, you know, looks like it'd be cool. What if I get something great? I'm like, that's dumb. I'm not doing that. Why did I think that? But I've thought that now like 10 times since starting to watch these videos. I haven't done it, but that's only because like, you know, I'm a bit more responsible and I'm like in my 30s or whatever. And I'm, I'm not as driven by that stuff as I once was when I was younger. I've even thought like, oh, you know, maybe I'll just buy some CSGO skins. The price seems to go up and uh, maybe it's a good investment. No, dumb. I don't think about CSGO skins. I don't play CSGO. Why am I, why am I buying them as some investment? That's dumb. But I've thought these things. You got to recognize that, uh, that people, when they're younger, are even more vulnerable to these things. I haven't necessarily had the life experience that I've had where I've, I've gambled in the past and whatnot. It, it's just, it just takes that one moment of weakness and you, you start doing it. Some people can just lose a bit, then pull themselves away, and other people can't. It's just all terrible. Tier Zoo and CPG Grey on reaction content. Yeah, so Tier Zoo tweeted, It's only been a week. How are there already over a dozen react videos? And he posted this. A lot of small channels as well. One or two. Well, actually, a lot of these have got a reasonable amount of subscribers. Even CBG Grey responded, React channels talk like they are content promoters while their actions reveal them to be content leeches. So frustrating. Playing an entire video and saying cool a couple of times is not fair use and I wish YouTube would take this more seriously. Some of the responses underneath always frustrate me. Where people are like, oh, you know, there was a seven minute video and a person spoke on it for 20 minutes or whatever and then it's okay. That's, that's still garbage. The time it takes to make an edited video is astronomically more than 20 minutes. If a person had 20 minutes to say on a topic, they can make their own fucking video, you know? Tier Zoo had a response to a person. This guy says, take them down. Tier Zoo responds, nah, there really ain't much to be gained by starting beef. And that's the way it is. As I say, the analogy for reaction content is a reactor takes a dollar from a thousand people. And each individual person's like, I mean, I only lost a dollar, so 
It's no use making a big deal about it, but there's just more and more people taking a dollar from a thousand people over and over and over again. Sometimes, you know, seven times a fucking day, like in the case of Asmongold. It adds up, but it doesn't impact one individual person enough for anyone to cry out, except when they have consideration for everyone else being impacted. As I say, I just like pointing out when people acknowledge the bullshit nature of this stuff. My favorite author, Brandon Sanderson. How's Brandon Sanderson? I hear he's doing good. I've moved on to another one of his books. I recently finished uh, Warbreaker. Uh, it was really good. There has, There is no second one in the series. And I'm kind of sad about that because I'm curious where they would have gone. It's interesting how all of Sanderson's books have their own different forms of magic that seem wholly unique. Uh, Warbreaker has this thing called breath where everyone has like one breath that they're born with. Uh, but you can give this breath to someone else and it will make them stronger. You a little bit weaker. You'll still live a fairly normal life, but you, you, you just won't feel as vibrant or whatever. Like you've given away, like let's say half the energy you have in a day permanently, right? But you can sell it, right? If you're a poor person, you sell your breath to the other person, right? And the more breath an individual holds, the more different powers that they can get uh, based on color and whatnot. But you can use your breath temporarily to make other things alive. So you can um, have a, I don't know, like a, your cape, you can say, protect me. And you'll give some of your breath to the cape and the cape will act as if it's a living thing, like, you know, the, like the rug from Aladdin or something, it will actually protect you. Uh, and, and there's a lot of intricacies to it and it was, it's very interesting. The next book of his that I've moved on to is, oh, so Steel Hearts, and I've only just started listening to it, like the first chapter, and I'm already fucking hooked. It start like, just the first chapter, it's not going to spoil anything, but it's, it's suggestive that some force has come to the planet and it's made humans into what they call epics. And it starts off with a kid and his father trying to get a mortgage. They work on a farm or something. And this guy just busts into the bank and he's just vaporizing people. Coldly just vaporizing people. And or just the kid's just watching as all the, the bones fall to the ground. And and the guy just seems crazy. And it's it, apparently it seems to be like a, the boys kind of thing where people become superheroes, but they're evil kind of thing. At least that's what's suggestive so far. And the description of all these people just panicked as like this this epic just like vaporizes a small child that's being held by its mother. And you're like, who writes this stuff? Like, and like the, the, the epic's explaining like, yeah, so I was, I realized I could rob this bank, but after planning it for a couple of weeks, I realized that why am I robbing this bank? I don't need money. I can just kill anyone that that will stop me from taking what I want. But then I realized like killing people all the time would be kind of inconvenient. So I realized if I just come to this bank and kill a bunch of people, then people will be scared and will just give me whatever I want. And he's explaining this logic as he's just vaporizing people. And it's just like, I want to see where it goes. But a very interesting opening to a story, right? The order that I'm reading the books is, uh, there's a guy that's like the, the top, 10 fantasy uh, Brandon Sanderson books. And so I went through Mistborn, then I went through Warbreaker, and now I'm going through Steelheart. Changing my older thumbnails seems to have worked to get more views. So on the back end of YouTube, it is possible to make groups of particular videos that you have some interest in and seeing how they're doing. 
I have an interest in my rambles, right? Because my rambles as a series do very terribly in terms of getting views after the facts. Like a couple of months down the way, people don't watch the old rambles. And so you can see here for my first 50 rambles, for the longest time, get like 50 of them collectively 200 views a day. And there's 50 of them, right? But look at this, the last couple of days, there's an increase of what, like five, six times the views. One thing that could possibly have caused this is, you see I've changed the thumbnails? At least on one of these here is one of the changed ones. This one is one of the changed ones. This one's one of the changed. So, so half of the ones getting the most views are the ones that I've changed. So either the changing of the thumbnails has worked. I, I No, I'd already changed 10 and I saw no improvement. I've changed five more and now I've seen an improvement. So maybe the, there's enough that of an improvement that the algorithm's now gonna throw out the old ones and, and to, to more people. But it's also possible, as I speculated before, that YouTube may be less prioritizing newer videos now because of shorts. As I say, I because I felt like I was too confident when I said that in the previous rambles, that YouTube is definitely moving away from having a bias towards newer videos in their long form content. I, I don't know if that's true, but this is one more bit of evidence that suggests that could be a thing. But either way, I'm gonna keep having my older thumbnails updated. Like these thumbnails that are being updated are not being updated by Grab, but the person who does my newer thumbnails, they're being updated by someone else. And they're not as good. They're just flat out not as good as Grab, but they are far better than the thumbnails that I made myself, which weren't really thumbnails for the old rambles. AI will destroy the careers of artists. For the longest time, I'd been trying to guess Dali 2, which is an AI that can draw stuff for you based on prompts. This guy, Wola blah blah blah, sent me this video where this dude, Pix Imperfect, goes over him using this new thing called Mid Journey Bot. And it can't be that new because there's a million people in this Discord. And he shows off some of the stuff he makes. The annoying thing is all the advanced prompts you have to do to get it to work. Like, J Captain Jack Sparrow has terminated full body, highly detailed, photorealistic, cinematic atmosphere, 8K, octane render, Unreal Engine, dash dash, Q2, dash dash, AR16, you know, resolution, uplight. Like, you've got to know all these things, or it's very hard to get it to give you what you want. I worked at it for like 10 minutes. This is, this is what I get. So I typed in Dark Viper AU with cheese. That's Dark Viper AU with cheese, chat. You can see it, right? What I ultimately wanted was a way to have this thing make thumbnails for me. So I have this thumbnail. I wanted to see what it would do trying to recreate this. And so I'm like, Michael Franklin and Trevor from the game GTA 5 but stylized as anime girls. And I'm like, there's some fucked up looking noses. I try, tried again. Uh, didn't get there, tried again. It's like Franklin's face being fucked up and stuff. Uh, that one isn't terrible, the eyes fucked up. Uh, the, the faces are all just so fucked up. And, uh, yeah, and I'm like, this is too much effort, and I gave up my subscription. But apparently, you can get faces to work. So, like, a portrait of a man named Abnan, and you get faces. So I don't know what the fuck my problem was, but, see, so yeah, apparently you can get this to work. Uh, bots struggle with faces? Yeah, it seems that way unless you give it particular prompts or something. I'm not sure. An AI is never going to be able to get the sort of specific detail people are looking for. I highly recommend 
watching this video uh, and some of the other videos on this. There, there are AI right now where you could like take this image and then like cut out the corner and be like, put a dragon there. And then in the style of the image, the AI will draw a dragon. It's just the stuff that's available commercially, uh, well, to, to us normies, isn't the best stuff that's available. And as I showed before, you kind of need to know what you're asking for. Like these ones, for example. You can see the faces are still kind of a little bit fucked up and stuff, but it's just a lot easier to say to a person, hey, yo, I want this changed. But this was generated in like two minutes, less. Currently, you can learn this language with these bots, exactly what you need to say to get them to give you what you want. And then it takes you, what, two minutes to get what you want. Or you can talk to an artist and it might take them a week to get you what you want. But it's far easier to, uh, you know, fine tune with a human being. Communicate with them, you know? What does that two minute papers guy say? Don't think about what we have now. Think about what we'll have two papers down the line. What existed a year ago was one tenth of this. What exists now? But yeah, if you guys want to take a crack at this, uh, feel free. It's called, uh, well, you can watch this video if you want, but uh, it's called uh, Mid Journey. A lot of these AI are specifically caps so that you can't make stuff of people. Like, people who actually exist. I think it screws with their ability to uh, do face as well. Someone made a rug based on one of my emotes. So I was tagged in this dozens of times. People like, oh, it's like your emote with the gun. I'm like, yeah, it does look a lot like it. But I have no idea if it's actually based on my emote or not. Because there are quite a few animal holding gun emotes on Twitch. The coloring's different. Yeah, I've, I've definitely seen other emotes like my one. So I think it's probably based off another one, but I'm saying like there's a lot of emotes like this, so it's probably not based on my stuff. There's only so many ways you can have an animal holding a gun, chat. My PC ruining my audio quality. Oh, one thing I realized yesterday, chat, is I had moved my uh, PC to be like up and level with my desk. Looked far better. This, I realized that put it, the fans close to my microphone. And so in the background of some of my videos, you could hear, uh, but only when there's like no music and no game, whatever, but, but it's there. So I've now moved my computer again to be down on the ground and I've got like stuff in the way. So there's like a barrier between me, my, my microphone and my um, PC. Should I stop wearing tank tops? I've been thinking about giving up the tank top. I'm kind of over it. I might just buy some t-shirts. It's felt like a staple of my brand for so long, but like sometimes it does feel a little bit unprofessional. If the shirt's panicking like, no. <laughs> Midlife crisis, so many things are changing. I don't know if I'll change it, I'm, we'll see. A scuffed way to fix echo for your recordings. So before I had my acoustic panels, there were a few voiceovers I wanted to record. I want to show you how I did it. Someone in chat told me to do it this way. And so I went like this. Like this. <laughs> and I would like speak into the microphone and stop acoustics. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And it works. Like it did, in fact, improve my acoustics. I don't know how I would, uh, I don't know how I would deal with that long term. But I think that is something that people do when they can't afford to treat their rooms. They just put a towel over themselves. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.